0: Hello, I'd like to welcome you back to our series on being counseled by God. Uh, Today we're going to be talking in Lesson 3 about catching the enemy. Uh, So just a quick recap of last week. We talked a lot about uh, hearing the voice of God. And uh, if you remember, we talked about the uh, ways that we hear his voice through uh, actually hearing a voice through thought or uh, receiving vision. We, we talked a lot about journaling and why it's important to write out what we hear so that we can uh, confer with spiritual advisor and have the word for later. Uh, and uh, then we took a, a little bit of time and we did a guided journaling exercise, and we're going to do another journaling exercise with this lesson. And I believe I've got one planned for every lesson from here out, and that's why I want you to... Uh, Make sure that you have a journal. Again, make sure that you have a Bible. And make sure that you have someone uh, to utilize as a spiritual advisor that you can uh, give a call and say, hey, I I want you to listen to this uh, word that I got from the Lord. I want to see if it sits with your spirit and how things go from there. So today we're talking about uh, catching the enemy because as we talked about last week, We have three thought processes that go through our minds at any given time. They can be thoughts of the flesh, they can be thoughts from God, or they can be thoughts of the devil. And so today we're gonna talk about uh, testing the spirit and how to deal with thoughts that are not of God and not of um, ourselves, not just a passing fleeting thought, but rather an unhealthy uh, demonic rooted thought. So let's open up with a word of prayer and then let's get into this. So Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just come before you and we give you praise, Lord God, for all that you do for us. We give you praise uh, that we can not only come to you, Lord, and and make our requests known unto you, but Father, that we can sit in your presence and that we can have full conversation with you. We praise you, Lord God, that we can come into your presence at any time and, and share thoughts with you and, and allow you to share thoughts with us. We give you praise, Lord God, that you have uh, set your ministering and warring angels all around us, Father, that you've given us uh, wisdom and knowledge through your word of how to deal uh, with with the enemy whenever he tries to set a trap for us. And so, Father, I pray that as as we go through this lesson today, that you would uh, just instruct through your spirit each one of these people. And I do praise you, Lord God, for each person who's opted to take this course and listen in, and Father, I just pray that you would minister to each one, however you need to this day. In the name of Jesus, and all God's children, said, Amen, and Amen. Uh, so we're going to begin here with some of the names that we have of the enemy that are actually found in Scripture. Um, if you want a Greek word, Greek word is going to be diablos, which I believe is the same word in Spanish. Um, but that's 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 going to be your Greek word that you're going to find throughout the New Testament. Uh, but some some other names that you're going to find uh, for the enemy throughout Scripture. I'm only going to give you three. I have a whole list of them, but to uh, just just to keep it brief, just to give you th- three of the big ones. Um, these these are the three that are going to be the telltale to when we are getting a thought that is from the enemy, so we talked about last week God's voice and and how anything that we believe is from God, we need to be able to line that up with Scripture. And so, if it's not of God, then it's obviously going to contradict Scripture. It's not going to line up. It could be, you know, three fourths of it lines up with Scripture, but there's one fourth of it that doesn't. You got to throw the whole thought out because then you have that that that's your indicator that the thought did not come from God because God does not lie but uh, three of the names that I want you to uh, think about as you're talking with God and journaling uh, three names of Satan are going to be the accuser you can find a scripture reference of that in Revelation 1210 uh, another name is father of lies. There we go. Uh, not capable of telling the whole truth. He's going to tell part truth and then a little spin of his own and and ultimately turn that into a lie. You can find that one in uh, Genesis chapter 3 and verse 1. And then the last one that I want you to know for the sake of this is the enemy or the devil is our adversary. When we become uh, born-again Christians, that there, there's nothing that gets the devil stirred up more than somebody giving their heart to God, amen? Uh, so the devil is truly our adversary. Praise God, if God is for us, who can be against us? And we stand on that. If you want a scripture reference for adversary, it's going to be 1 Peter five eight. Uh, so these are a couple of the names of the enemy that we're going to come across in scripture. And especially as we're journaling, and you know, we write out our prayer or even just our simple question to God, um, we're, we're gonna be looking for things. Uh, so if you're, if you're taking notes, I want you to write down um, two lists. I want you to write down, uh, maybe in, in two columns, at the top of one column, write God's voice, and at the top of the other column, write Satan's voice. And under God's voice, I want you to write calms, comforts, convicts, encourages, enlightens, leads, reassures, and stills. I'm going to read those again because I, I went through them quickly. Uh, so if you're still writing, again, they're calms, comforts, convicts, Encourages. Enlightens. Leads. Reassures. And stills. And, and, and don't think that having this list is a bad thing. I will tell you firsthand, I have it at the top of my own desk. Uh, because sometimes we all need reminded. Now, under Satan's voice, I want you to write these words. Obsesses. Worries, condemns, discourages, confuses, pushes, frightens, and rushes. All right, well, I'll read those again in case you're still writing. Obsesses, worries, condemns, discourages, confuses, pushes, frightens, Rushes. All right, so we have here um, our our list of what we're looking for, and and you can you can lay those out whenever you're looking through your journaling exercises and see, you know, what what am I looking at here? Um, so in in not so many words, we don't. We don't always want to say, "Oh, that's a thought from the devil." We can we can categorize it as an impure thought if it's a if it's a thought directly from God. You're receiving uh, thoughts from God. Your thoughts are going to be pure. Okay. Remember, back in lesson one, we talked about the pure heart versus the impure heart. Um, we talked about how a pure heart is a heart which reflects. God's character, motives, and attitude of faith, hope, and love, all right? And then, of course, the impure heart is going to be anything that's opposite those things, Um, a heart which which is full of lack of faith, no hope, and hate. So, impure thoughts, as as you're... uh, journaling or or even truthfully it goes deeper than even journaling. Uh, if you're in a situation where you're ministering to someone um, you have to be cautious as not to be accidentally used by the enemy to cause envy and strife and confusion and chaos and discouragement and condemnation, deception and ultimately cause sin uh, because that's that's the that's the fruit, if you will, of the impure thought. Um, if it's impure, if it's of the devil, and it's not of God, ultimately the fruit of it is sin. And and maybe that stings a little bit for you to hear that, but it's just the truth. Um, and this is this is why I want to focus today on um, testing the spirit and having an understanding. That when, when we sit down to talk with God, obviously God can speak to us, right? And, and, and that's the whole point of what I'm teaching here, is that God can speak to us just the same as a fellow human being can speak to us. But it's important to know this. And so if you take one thing away from today's lesson, I want it to be this. The devil can only counterfeit God's works. He cannot reproduce them. I'm going to say that one more time. The devil can only counterfeit God's works. He cannot reproduce them. And, and so that's why when we hear the voice of God and we feel that calming assurance and we feel the comfort and occasionally we'll get a conviction or an encouragement, the devil is going to counterfeit those things, and it's it's going to sound like 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 you think right at first. Oh yeah, this this is the voice of God. Until you start getting, you know, that that list that we just wrote out under Satan's voice, you start getting those things that are going to obsess you and worry and condemn, and and you're then you'll start scratching your head, going, Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Um, I, I don't like what I'm feeling. And that's when you know the devil has counterfeited, okay? Um, so so anything, I, I think back to um, the book of Exodus when Moses is contending for the uh, freedom of the Israelites and so he goes to God and God says, Moses, go back and perform this miracle. And the magicians are able to not reproduce the miracle, but counterfeit it. Um, And and so Moses has his rod in his hand and he throws it down and it becomes a snake. And when the magicians throw down and, and... they produce these snakes, they're counterfeit snakes, and so the snake, which was Moses' rod, which has obviously been changed from a rod to a snake by the hand of God Himself, that snake eats up the other snake, and 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 then you think about, um, you, you know, everything, everything that Moses did, they had something to come back with. And that's, that's just like what the enemy wants to do, is the enemy wants to come back at everything God does. If God says, I'm going to prosper you, the enemy wants to say, I want to tear you down. And if, if God says, I want to heal you, the devil says, I want you sick. And if God says, I want uh, to spread your voice among the nations, the devil says, I want to silence you. And so you have to choose to stand firmly on the promise of God. And you have to watch closely whenever you're uh, discerning the voice of God in your spirit that the enemy doesn't slip in your other ear and start talking and drowning out God's voice because he'll try. And so, um, as I said uh, in, in the last lesson, when you are writing and and you put that pen to your paper to begin your journaling, You just write. You don't premeditate the thought because if you premeditate the thought, the thought is your own. So you begin writing and as the words come, you write them, you write them, you write them. And when the words stop, you stop. And at that point, you can say, God, is there anything else? And you keep your pen to the ready. And if you're If you're getting more, you keep going. And and as soon as the words stop, you stop and say, God, is there anything else? And then at that point when there's nothing else and God says, no child, that's all. Then you go back through and then you test the spirit. And it's so important uh, to test the spirit. And so I'm going to tell you that anytime you receive a word from God, test it first Against the Word of God, okay. Infallible Scripture is our number one test, and a hundred percent of the time, you need to you need to test it against the Word, and and just make sure that everything is on the right track because you don't want um, to take just any word and say, sure, you know uh, uh, that that must be good. Uh, the book of 1 John, chapter 4 and verse 1, uh, gives us clear instruction on this. It says, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Okay, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep reading here for a minute. This is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, but every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This spirit, this is the spirit of the antichrist, which you have heard is coming. And even now is already in the world. Okay. And I'm going to stop there because it's going to be really easy for me just to run and start preaching. Um, But, but I I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I, I want to, uh, reign this in and I want to help you bring to focus how to test the Spirit. So um, when, when you do your journaling exercise first and foremost you want to check it against the Word of God. If, if you know that something lines up with Scripture, if you have heard a Scripture that seems to have been quoted in your journaling, find that scripture in the word and make sure that it's quoted exactly. Because you'll find that even in scripture, uh, when, when Jesus is in the wilderness, Satan is trying to tempt Jesus, and in, in part of the attempt to tempt Jesus, he tries to quote scripture, but he misquotes it, Okay and and so if you oh hallelujah um if if you get a scripture quote in your journaling, make sure it matches a hundred percent um if if you listen to my sermon, which I gave on my um ministry facebook uh this past week on Sunday, you heard the scripture not one jot or tittle can be removed nothing can be removed from the word of god and and so i'm going to i'm really just going to stress this for 1 minute because somebody needs to take this away if you journal an exact scripture quote make sure the entire scripture is there test everything against the word of god make sure that nothing goes cross grain to what is in the Bible. The Bible is infallible. Okay? And then finally, you want to check your journaling with a spiritual advisor. Um, and and I know that it may seem slightly remedial, especially if you've walked with God for a long time. But, know this, it's, it's still necessary um, just to throw it at somebody and say, what do you think about this? And you know see just see their initial reaction, does it resonate in your spirit, or does it does it signal a red flag somewhere? Um, what what do you make of it in your spirit and then uh finally, utilize what we're taught here in first John, and when you finish when when you put that last punctuation mark in your journaling exercise and you are, are completely done, there's no more words coming, you go back and you say, okay, God, is there anything else you want to say? And when he says, no, child, that's all? Then you say, okay, spirit who said all of this, are you a false prophet spirit? And wait for it. And, and, and you, can, you can test the spirits just according to this scripture because there there have been many false prophet spirits gone out into the world and you need to make sure that it's not a foul spirit that's trying to run you astray. If something seems even slightly off, you you absolutely must check it because the devil can counterfeit God's works and God's words, but he cannot reproduce them. Okay, Um, that's that's where I think I need to leave this lesson. I think I've probably inundated you enough with the testing of the spirit and, and being able to catch the devil in the act. And so what I want you to do is I want you just to take a minute and open your journal. And at the top in your journal, I want you to write out this question. Lord, what thoughts of mine have I allowed the enemy into recently? What thoughts of mine have I allowed the enemy into recently? Okay, and now I'm going to do exactly the same thing um, where I'm kind of going to guide you into this. And once you have that question completely written, I'm just going to give you just a minute here to finish writing that question at the top of your journal page. If you need praise and worship music on, turn it on to get yourself into the presence of God. And we're going to do the breathing exercise. And as you inhale, I want you to exhale God's praise. So take a deep breath. And when you exhale, just say, praise you, Father. And then take a deep breath. And as you exhale, say, come Lord Jesus and keep doing this and keep doing this and say come lord jesus and just invite invite jesus to where wherever you're at right now he wants to come and sit with you and meet with you if he needs to take you to your private meeting place allow him to take you there in your mind's eye and just get that pen on the tip of your paper there and as you hear the voice of God, begin to speak. If, as you hear the words start to come, just begin to write. Tune into that spontaneous flow of thought. Don't premeditate. Just write. And I'm going to give you a few minutes. Just sink into God's presence and write. i going to give you just a minute here uh, as you uh, finish up. If you're not quite finished, don't worry, just keep going. And I'm just going to bring this to a close. Um, And and so I I want to leave you with two scriptures that I want you to meditate on and study on uh, for the week until the next lesson. The first one being this first couple verses of 1 John 4, and I'll read that to you again. is already in the world, and that is First John, uh, chapter four, verses one through three. And the last scripture that I want to part with is Second Corinthians, chapter ten, verse five, and it reads: "We de- we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought." to make it obedient to Christ. And so as you go throughout this week, I want you to focus on the thoughts that you're having. And if you have a thought that is not obedient to the Word of God, I want you to take that thought captive and, and make it obedient to Christ in, in whatever way He leads you to. And if you want a journaling a journaling exercise for later in the week, take this scripture and, say, and write it out word for word. That's again, Second Corinthians ten five. Write it out word for word, followed by Lord, what do you want to say to me about this scripture? And just see what he says. Let me bless us with prayer, and we'll talk in a week. Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I just give you praise, honor, and glory uh, for this time, for this lesson, Lord God, for these people who have entered into your presence and father i just pray that you would pour out your spirit upon them that they would uh, come close to you lord god to begin to walk deeper and deeper with you father that they would even experience a greater hunger and a greater thirst for your spirit and so father right now in the name of jesus i just pray once more for an outpouring of your spirit upon each one lord god that you would have your way in each one of their spirits as they come closer together and closer to you. And Lord God, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you would strengthen us, each one, uh, to go out and do your work, to go out and spread the news of your gospel, to go out, Lord God, and, and not be the same as when we went in, but Father, that we would truly go out changed and blessed because we have met with you. So Father, I give you thanks, honor, and glory for this time and for these people. In the name of Christ Jesus, we pray. All God's children said, amen and amen. That sums up uh, lesson three for this um, series. And I will talk to you in a week to get lesson four out to you. Y'all have a good week and God bless.